Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dave Cast. I don't even know what episode it is anymore. Does it even matter? No, it really doesn't matter. Uh, first thing I want to talk about today is I'm going to have to change my name. There's like a bunch of Dave Casts out there. You know what I mean? And like, I'm getting into this podcast thing super late. And it's already like it's so saturated with content already. And the person that the main person that has like Dave Cast the way I want it haven't posted anything since like 2014. So I don't know if there's a way to be like, hey man, if you're not gonna do your Dave Cast anymore, let me have the name or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even gonna like write the guy and be like, hey man, I want to be the Dave Cast guy or whatever. But I don't know what I'm talking about. My dog just snapped at a mosquito out of midair. There's a mos- which now I know there's a mosquito in here. Now I'm going to freak out and not want to do this. Fucking mosquitoes, man. I haven't talked talk about mosquitoes yet. They're ridiculous. Like you go out, like when I mow or you do anything outside, you get swarmed by them. And like swarmed to the point where like you're not even, I'm not even worried about them biting me anymore. I'm worried about breathing them in. They're getting stuck in my nostrils. Like I'm fucking inhaling mosquitoes. They're so bad. And like right after it rained, it's been super wet summer, which makes makes them fucking way worse. So... Uh, hopefully the fucking summer won't be so wet and things will chill out with the fucking mosquitoes. Usually, like, in the beginning of the season, they're usually pretty bad. I know. But, man, <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's always pros and cons of living out in the country. You know, the, 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 the drive-in or whatever, in and out of town can suck. I like that. I like the drive-in. I used to live in Thompson. Now I live out of town here. And yeah, it's convenient being in town where you can jump in the car, walk to a store and grab something that you need or whatever real quick. You know, us, we can't do that living out in the country. But at the same time, like the drive in, I can listen to my podcasts. I can just, just, yeah. Uh, what the fuck is the word I'm looking for, baby? Decompress. I can decompress. Like the ride home from work, you can kind of decompress and just get prepare yourself for what else, you know, the rest of the day has in store for you at home, you know, whether you got to go home to some fucking crazy kids or you got to go home to cooking and cleaning and doing all this other shit, you know, and it it is what it is. And like, we have all the kids here right now and it's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, we, I'm like yelling at them nonstop to clean up after themselves. That's all I ask. It's like the one rule is just clean up after yourselves. And they can't even fucking do that. And But then at the same time, you don't want to be this asshole dad and take all their shit away from them. Like, they're bored around here the way it is. You know, there's not crazy amounts of shit to do i mean they could get we have the trampoline but then the fucking mosquitoes eat you alive uh the go-kart the grounds it's too wet out here right now for the go-kart and it's still broke i haven't had a chance to fix it yet because i have been recovering from the surgery which is going really well we'll go we'll get into that later later like it's so long like my podcasts are so long <laughs> they're like 20 minutes long is that even later 20 minutes later of course it's not now it must be later uh I don't know if I want to get into Facebook stuff, man. Like, I've been reading, still reading into Facebook shit, and I don't know. There's a post I'm going to talk about today about canine being used in an active shooter scenario or scenario where you know or uh, direct threat. You know where the threat is. You know where you pretty much know where it's happening, and you have to get there, and you have to stop it as soon as possible, which is like an active shooter. And I've already started this, so I might as well just get into it. Uh, there's this this thing on Facebook, uh, Canine Tactical is their page. Uh, I don't know if I know the guy. I was looking through the pictures to see if I knew him from training or anything like that, but I don't think I do. I think it's just another avid canine enthusiast or whatever. And just know this. like I've been out of the game for a long time, and I really haven't looked into it that much. So 
since I left the game of canine or even the military working dogs to see how there's probably new training methods they use, different training methods, better, worse. I don't know. Like, and then in canine, everybody has their fucking opinion. So like, I'm like, it's deep. So I'm reading through all these messages of people that are like, that's not going to work using a canine for an active shooter. Well, here's a scenario for you guys. Uh, during an active shooter situation, everybody knows us. The school shootings is the worst one you could probably think of, right? Where somebody gets into the school with weapons. And if you remember from when you were in school, like I do, halls will be full of people. And if you want to just start killing people, it's not that hard. You know what I mean? There are just so many people. And then everybody's going to panic and it's just going to get crazy. And that is probably like one of the like a nightmare situation to ever be in is to be unarmed in a crowd of people. And shots are being fired and you see people dropping. I don't even I can't even imagine. That's that's ridiculous. Like the Las Vegas shooting, all that shit. But anyway, the way they way they the way they want to incorporate canine into it, and the guy does a lot of muzzle training. And don't get me wrong, I didn't look in I didn't really look into the I watched the video. I didn't really look into the guy's too deep into the way he does actual training. He does a lot of muzzle training and tracking and other things that I could see, but I really didn't do a lot. But here's just my take on it. Uh, from my perspective and my experience with canine, like you see a lot of people are saying right away that this is dumb. Okay, well, let me explain. Let me finish this scenario. I'm all over the place. I'm really not. I'm actually doing really well. Good job, Dave. You're so great. Uh, <laughs> so dumb. See, I just talk, you guys. I even had my, have been having the, then I don't talk. Then I can't talk. It's whatever. Oh, guys, 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 guys. And gals. Thanks for my coffee here. I'm just trying to reset, trying to figure it out. So, uh, during this, so if an active shooter kicks off at a school where one of these dogs is trained, uh, the dog is trained to run to the gunfire. Uh, he said it's, it's the gunfire is neutral. Like you never want to. We don't. We don't want to train our dogs. A lot of police dogs aren't trained to. Obviously, you don't want them to be agitated by the gunfire or be aggressive towards gunfire. So these, these dogs are obviously way different. They're not trained. They're trained to aggress towards the gunfire, but he says it's neutral. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what, what, what he uses or whatever, but my, you know, be the, my first thought is like, you know, the dog hears the gunfire, obviously what else is he, how is he going to know, uh, to go running towards, uh, the shooter, and I don't know if they can use like people running away. Like, hey, all these crowds of people or groups of people are running this direction. If you can train your dog, hey, now you need so that'll like maybe give the dog a hint to know, hey, maybe I need to go this way. But I don't even know. Like now you're going deep into a dog's mind and trying to fucking manipulate weird shit. So I would just I would just say, if I had to train the dog, I would train on the gunfire. Get to where the loud noise is coming from and. Uh, attack or whatever you train the dog to do, bark and just hide from it. You know what I mean? To distract him, distract the person. That's the whole thing is people aren't getting, they're like, well, the, if the guy's shooting people, he's going to shoot the dog and whatever. Okay. Sad, sad deal that if a dog has to die, I get it. But you know, what's really sad is people dying, children, teachers dying left and right. Like during a school shooting, I forget what the statistic is, but like so many kids die a minute in a school shoot or not a minute in a second. I don't know. There's like some statistic that says like, so many people die per second during school shooting, like three or four or five. I, mean, I think I'm actually, I've heard it being a higher number than that, but let's just say five people die every second during a school, during a school shooting or during a, an active shooter mass shooting scenario, right? Well, that dog can distract that person for a couple seconds 
uh, kids might get away. Kids might be able to hide. Might you know what I mean? You're gonna save a couple lives, maybe. But even maybe that's good, right? Like, okay, the guy shot the dog. Well, instead of shooting a bunch of kids, he was had to shoot the dog. You know what I mean? At least it slowed him down. At least it stopped him for a second or two. Or maybe the dog straight up just bites him right in the fucking chest or arm or leg or wherever he's trying to bite him. Brings him down and saves the day. And then all these fucking people are like, that'll never work. What are you doing to fix school shootings? You know what I mean? What are you doing to fix the, the math, you know, the, to protect people? At least the guy, at least this group is out trying to figure out something. And everybody's like, oh, you're selling fish oil, trying to get schools to buy these dogs and blah, blah, blah. First off, just having a dog at the school alone, deterrent. You don't tell the kids what the fuck the dog is there for at all. You don't say, you don't tell them it's there for, you just say it's there for their safety. And then they're all going to start talking and they're all going to be like, is it a drug dog? Is it a bomb dog? I don't know why kids really care about a bomb dog. Well, if you're an active shooter and you're like setting up pipe bombs or something, Maybe they'd be like, man, we can't, use, we can't use explosives, and I think that dog finds bombs. You know, kids are all going to start talking. They're not going to bring drugs to school. Good thing. They're not going to bring bombs to school. Good thing. They might not act like assholes because they know a dog might, eat them, might bite them or whatever. And first off, my, if I put a dog in a school, it's probably not going to be trained to attack. It's not going to be very aggressive. Uh, it's going to have the appearance that it's somewhat aggressive, like just a nice female German shepherd. Uh, from the casual eye, it just looks like another police dog, right? Well... This is all me talking about what I would do in this scenario. You know what I mean? So when I first seen it too, was like canine being used in an active shooter. I'm like, dog's going to die right away. You know what I mean? That's the same as like if, if I'm, I show up on scene and there's a guy shooting a gun and we have a shooter, canine is the last. I'm not going to send my dog after the guy. My dog's just going to get shot, right? Well, let's just shoot the guy. Why waste a resource? You have tens and fifties of, hunt fifties of thousands. Anybody ever said that before? fifties of thousands you have tens of thousands of dollars into this dog and you're not just going to send it up there to get shot well in the active shooter scenario is a lot different man like like i said in those two seconds this dog might be saving somebody's life a child's life come on these people are going to sit and argue with a guy uh i don't think it's that bad of an idea so tactical canine or canine tactical is who they are on facebook you guys can look them up if you're my old canine buddies or hey old canine friends write me let me know what you think about it i saw a couple of my canine buddies post on there and they thought it was stupid so honestly like that's that first reaction that everybody has not even about this subject or whatever subject just your first reaction get over that you know what i mean it might be your initial your initial reaction might be your overall reaction but sometimes it's not sometimes there's that shock factor like you watch a video and you're like Oh, man, how could those cops beat that guy up? That's terrible. And then you find out, well, that fucking guy killed, like, a bunch of kids or molested a bunch of kids, and not that the cops should still beat him up. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Like, you'll see a video be posted online of, like, this guy, and the cops rough him up a little. It's not even that bad, you know, whatever. Well, everybody's like, cops are assholes, they're pieces of shit. And then somebody posted, like, a, a link later to the guy they they roughed up, and he was like, Killed a bunch of children and was like a child who like molested children and killed them, like four or five of them. And then all of a sudden people are like, oh, I would have hit him harder or something like, ugh. But all I'm getting at is the shock factor. This shock factor of anything you watch, read or see, just chill out before you fucking say anything. Type up the message and just don't put it out there. Because it doesn't always have to, you know what I mean? Like you, you think your opinion matters on Facebook? It doesn't. Nobody's fucking opinion matters on Facebook. And I'm still on that trip, man. Facebook trips me out, and I look through it, and it's just like, bruh, hate. Everywhere, like, dude's hating on that guy's video, and it's like, first of all, hey, thank you for trying to save our children. Thank you for trying to think of a fucking way 
to deal with the mass shooting or active shooters or whatever issues our schools are having. Thank you, Tactical Canine, for trying something. Because all these other people who are fucking talking about how terrible it is aren't trying a goddamn thing. You know what I mean? And if you don't have good input, then don't fucking, you know, all the people, terrible idea, stupid, dumb, fucking stupid, you're an idiot. What? Like, how about you say, I don't think this is a good idea because, and then say why. And if you fucking read it after you type it out and you realize that's kind of a dumb reason, you know what I mean? Like, then don't put it out there. I don't know, man. I don't know. (laughs) I'm losing my mind lately about fucking social media. And phone's going off in my pocket. Anyway, uh, I'm going to take a break for a second. I'll be right back. For you guys, it'll be like a blink of an eye. So I, don't even, I shouldn't even tell you guys, but I do because I'm trying to keep it as real as I can. I'm not starting over anymore. I'm not fucking cutting out stuff. Well, that's how it's going to be. If you don't like it, I don't know. Love you guys. I'll be back in a little bit. All right, I'm back. I wasn't even gone that long. But I have to step away, man. The social media shit makes me so angry. Like, I don't know. I need to stop getting angry about it. I need to stop. It's not like affecting my life. I just, I sit here, man, and I think I have nothing but time on my hands while it's recovery, and I'm going to get into that in a minute. That's where I'm going to segue into my neck, my back. Anyway, uh, I just got to get over it. It's maybe just don't even look at it, right? But I mean, that I don't know. That's like a blind eye to it, too. But there's no way I'm not going to fix it. Are you guys going to fix it? If all my listeners just don't post dumb shit, uh, don't. I mean, you can post as much personal shit about yourself as you want out there, but then don't complain when people, you know, get this weird take, you know what I mean? Like, your words, okay, so if you post something on social media, and you're doing it in, like, a panic, or you're just angry, or you just have to get something off your chest, like, Facebook, I mean, they always, and then, and then you do it, and then people read it out of context, and then maybe they judge you, or maybe they think differently of you, well, it's your fault, because you put it out there, and you got to know that just by, in words, it's just, your emotions aren't in, taken into effect, you know what I mean, like, you can change your emotion on the top, like, Dave's feeling anxiety, or what did I, anxious once, I put anxious, because oh, of surgery stuff, but, like, you can put that, but that doesn't help you, do you get what I'm saying? At least right now, like you guys can hear my voice and you can tell that like if I have a compassion or passion for something or if something makes me angry or upset, like you guys can feel it, you know what I mean? And then, and you even feel like why it's making me upset, not drawing your own conclusions or, or you know, jumping, yeah, jumping to conclusions about it. So if you post a bunch of shit on Facebook uh, about your own personal life, about your own stuff and you think people are judging you, well, they probably are. So stop. Like, you, you know what I mean? There's a lot of judgy people out there. Uh, if you have a problem with it, don't put it out there. If you like putting it out there, put it out there. I just, I just think it's kind of a, a dumb platform. Uh, you know what I mean? Because it's weird. Like a lot, and a lot of people aren't going to tell you how they really feel because you just unfriend them, right? Or you'll, they don't want everyone to think they're the asshole. Or I see so many people post stuff and uh, I say stuff. I call people out for fake news and other little things. But like, I don't, don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or whatever. I don't even know where I'm going with this. All I'm saying is if you're going to put it out there on social media, pictures, uh, statements, whatever, like you're leaving that open to, you're leaving it open to uh, fucking dog. Can't think of the word. Interpretation, right? You're leaving it to interpretation. 
for everybody else. So just think of that when you're posting stuff. Like, it's just people are just going to, you know what I mean? Like, if I post a picture of me being at the gym, you know what I mean? A lot of people are like, what is he doing at the gym? He's, he's had surgery a week ago. How He shouldn't be at the gym. He should be at home resting. Well, one, staying at home resting for a week straight with all the kids here drive me fucking crazy. So I had to get out of the house, you know? So I go to the house, and I don't do a physical fucking thing. I sat there and talked and coached and just fucking felt so good to get out of the house and be around some guys and socialize face-to-face and not do it on social media, right? I'm going to bring it all the way back around to social media. This is my social media hate podcast. That's what it's based on now. That's all I'm going to talk about all day long is how much I hate social media and I think it's ruining America. And I'm going to post on social media about it. I'm just playing. Just playing. Oh, we'll get off that. Let's get off that. My neck uh, is feeling today is the best it's ever been. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've been sitting here. Straight up and down on, this, on my bar stool. I'm in my room hiding out because everybody's still asleep. They'll fucking sleep till noon, all these children's. They stay up late playing video games and eat all the food in the house while we're asleep. And then I wake up to have to clean up the wreckage and all that shit in the morning. Well, I don't put up with it. I yell at them and fucking try to, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I have to start taking stuff away. It's still early in the summer and I've been trying to fix myself. Like I'm trying to get through this neck pain. And then I had the surgery. We're almost, I'm almost to the end. I can feel it. It feels so good. So I keep jumping around here, but my neck, uh, Saturday morning, I woke up and I was laying in bed and my arm was moving around. My left arm is moving around and I, I just feel so different. So different. It's weird. Like I was, I think I already talked about this on my last podcast. I totally did. Good thing I caught it. Well, Within the next couple of days, I can sleep on my stomach. I can sit down and do this podcast without left arm being shocked and in pain. My left arm, I haven't felt any pain in my left arm since like Saturday. Uh, I have a ton of pain in my neck still from the recovery. The soreness is still there. But today, I am doing... Ooh, I'm stretching out for you guys. <laughs> oh, I'm at it. I'm doing so much better. I feel so much better. I'm so excited to get my life back to normal. We leave for California on... Monday, flying out of Minneapolis, so we have to drive to Minneapolis on Sunday. We're going to hang out with my brother, everybody, me, Robin, all the kids, going to my brother's. He don't even know if he knows yet. <laughs> I hope he's ready. I don't think he listens to this shit either, so I'm not going to tell him. Maybe within a couple of days, maybe then. You know, that's what I should do. I should just keep putting it off, right? Not telling my brother we're coming to stay with him? Nah, I might want to tell him. I'm a procrastinator. I'm really bad at, like, last second. Just, hey, last second, let's do this. Last second, let's do that. And I'm terrible. That's my brother. My brother Joe and his girlfriend Jess, they live in Pierre. And when I go to visit Carter and stuff, it's like Thursday. I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing this weekend? And it's my brother will have guard or they'll have, a, they'll have some sort of sporting tournament they got to go to or something. And I just give them no heads up ever. I know I'm terrible. Joe, Jess, I love you guys. Sorry. This is who I am. I don't know. I don't get it. Like the military instilled a lot of stuff in me, you know, and. I don't know, maybe just because life life is just, at one point for me, it was like fast, fast-paced life, and I didn't have time to fucking figure out what I was going to do in a couple weeks, whether a month away, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, I don't know what I'm doing the next day, like, I just, just go with it, you know, and uh, July 10th is when I'll be back to work, I don't know when I'll be back to work, sorry, July 10th is my next appointment, and then... 
if I'm good to go, then they'll clear me to go back to work. I don't know if they'll put limitations like, you know, half duty or light duty, not picking up heavy things. I'm not sure yet. Uh, but I'm so glad I had the surgery. I'm not regretting it at all. Uh, there are chances to have chronic pain. I have a clicking in my neck. If I go back and forth, it clicks sometimes. I'm trying to do it right now for you guys, which I don't know. What you're, even, you're not going to hear it. You're not going to see it. Whatever. But hopefully I don't have any chronic pain. Hopefully it just, you know, um, even if I got to deal with a little soreness for the rest of my life, is better than dealing with every time I sit down, every time I just, I'm in a static position for too long, my left arm will remind me that I need to fucking move. And I'm glad I don't have to live with that anymore. You know what I mean? And it's been, it's been emotional, man. Like, it sucks living with pain. And I have so much, so much uh, compassion now, empathy. I feel, you know, I feel for people that are dealing with chronic pain that they go through their whole life. And I worked with a lot of people at PS doors in the military, everybody who had had some chronic pain. And I have been lucky for the life that I've lived to now finally have to deal with some pain. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are like, Oh Dave, whatever. Like I've been dealing with this or that and this and that. And I feel for all of you seriously. And I don't judge anybody if they have like the slightest pain in their fucking small toe to you know, having fucked up major back surgery, had to have it redone, and then their legs feel like my left arm do all the time, and it sucks for them to even walk or move. And I feel for all of you, but they're all, they're different situations, and everybody's dealing with their own, you know what I mean? So everybody was like, well, at least you can use your, at least, at least you can use your legs, or at least you can walk, and I go, I know, that would be terrible to be paralyzed, you know, thanks for wishing that upon me. No, I'm just kidding, they didn't wish upon me. But they're just trying to show you that things aren't always that bad. And I know that. I know they're not always that bad. And I know I'm not that paralyzed guy. And I know I'm not some quadriplegic. And I know I'm not my buddy Andy who deals with his leg pain. You know what I mean? And his back and all that. I know I'm not them. But I'm still me. And I'm still dealing with my pain. Okay? So it helps, you know, to think that way. But at the same time, when you're in pain, man, you're just angry and hate everybody. And I've done my best at not being an asshole this whole time and this whole thing, but it is what it is. <laughs> I say that a lot. It is because it is. Everything is just what it is because if it already happened, it is what it is and there's nothing we can do about it now. I'm recovering. I am excited for the future. I have, in my own head, I decided that I want to just not take for granted this life, not take for granted, not being able to go to the gym. You know what I mean? And I haven't mean to talk about this too is like, I tell a lot of people, you know, and I, when I stopped training at Progressive Martial Arts, when I, I had to leave the gym, I had to step away. I tell everybody that were like, they weren't, you know, friends of mine that I'd run into them. Like, hey, you still doing jujitsu or whatever? You been, are you still going to the gym? And they're just like, well, I haven't been there as much as I wanted. And I just try to explain to them, like, do not take it for granted. Do not take it for granted that, that you have a gym there that's willing to teach you a martial art or willing to, you know, to help you get better to help you, you know what I mean? And in, in, in so many different ways and this whole neck thing, you know what I mean? That's why I appreciate map so much. You guys don't understand. Megan opened her doors to me and told me, you know, Hey, you can train, you can train here. Uh, you can, you know, I, I she wanted, you know, she wants jujitsu and MMA in her gym at the time. And she still does, but I'm saying this is when it all was kind of kicking off the whole, her getting MMA and jujitsu at map fitness. And, 
You know what I mean? I can't. I, that's why I bring her up all the time. That's why I thank Matt Fitness all the time. Like, and, and it ain't and it ain't just because she gave me a place to go. And it wasn't and it wasn't just some hole in the wall. Like, she let me come to this amazing fucking gym that has like an ins- it has an a fucking full size MMA cage. Like, I walk in and I'm just like, oh, it's like heaven to me. You know what I mean? And then she went out and got mats on the floor, you know, and she doesn't say that they were for me. I mean, they're for everybody, but I know, like, part of it was, like, she knew that I wanted mats to work on jujitsu outside of the cage while other guys are using the cage for MMA stuff, and and I can't thank her enough. So if you guys ever get a chance, go check out Matt Fitness for real. Like, I don't just say it because she lets me train there. I don't just say it. You know, as it's like a sponsor, like she's paying me. She has never paid me a dime to talk about her gym, and she never has to because she, she brought me in when nobody else would, you know, and it was awesome, and I appreciate her for that. But what I'm getting at is my – so, like, if you're out with an injury, like maybe that makes you appreciate not being able to make it into the gym and, and not training, you know what I mean? So if you're not – if you're just sitting out being lazy or you're making some fucking stupid excuse or you'd rather go drink – or play video games well get your ass in the gym you know what i mean like because when it's once once you physically can't go to the gym anymore like you're gonna really wish you were at the gym so unless you're just not gym people i don't know talking to my martial arts buddies and all my just anybody that likes to lift weights anything anything that you like to do it doesn't have to be the gym you know so don't take for granted that you know i mean if one day your body is going to break and you're not going to be able to do this, do the stuff you love to do. So go do it now. You know what I mean? And when my neck heals, I'm going to go do what I love. I'm going to do a lot of it because this shit could happen again and I could be sidelined again. So I'm going to take time to take advantage of this shit. You know what I'm saying? So getting emotional, you guys. This is dumb. Dave doesn't get emotional. But well, that's my 25-minute mark, you guys. I've been keeping them right around 25, 30 minutes. I think I filled you guys in on everything. There's always, every time I finish this, there's always something I wish I would have talked about. There's like, man, wish I would have discussed this or wish I would have discussed that. And like, sometimes I do a podcast just to discuss this certain topic and then I don't even talk about it. So, uh, yeah. I'm glad you guys are out there listening to me. I'm still getting quite the listens. Um, It's faded off a little bit, but I don't even care anymore. I don't, if nobody listens to this, I probably wouldn't do it, right? Then you're just talking to yourself. Might as well just not record it. But I, I do this for you guys. Uh, I do it for me. I do it because I just, I just always wanted a podcast. I feel like I'm full of experience in life, and I'm, you know, I'm only 36, but I've been, I've been through a lot, and I know a lot of you have been through a lot, and I love hearing your stories. You know what I mean? And I love talking to people. It's like my favorite thing ever. And here I am talking to myself. Still gonna do a. I'm still gonna have a guest. I still want to eventually have guests on my podcast. I don't always want to do a solo thing, or at least try it. Right? I gotta try it. Uh, just physically, mentally. Just I don't know if I'm ready for a duo podcast yet. Still gotta be on Megan's. We're still gonna do that, Megan. Don't forget. She anyway. I love you guys. I hope you guys uh, enjoy your weekend. It is Thursday today. I don't even know the date. Don't even care. <laughs> You guys know what day it is. Anyway, love you guys. Thanks for listening. Seriously, I appreciate every one of you. Uh, And don't be afraid to hit me up. I always forget this. I just remembered. (laughs) Hit me up on Facebook. Just look me up on my name, Dave Helmbrecht. You guys can look me up on Instagram, Funny Welder. Twitter, Funny Welder. I don't use Twitter much. Twitter is just one of those weird ones. Uh, 
you can get some pretty cool news on there. Like if you just go to like what's trending, everybody usually is sharing or posting the news of the day or what's going on about it. Yeah, all that shit has its agenda. You know, if you watch something that Fox posts and then CNN posts, and don't, I'm not going on Paul. Ugh, don't. I'm not going on the politics fucking hole right now. Because I, like I told you guys in the last podcast or whatever, I've been looking into politics and man, that shit, that's why people get so passionate and crazy about it. But there really is no right or wrong answer because what you believe is right in your head is right, right? And then what you believe is wrong might be right to somebody else. Your truth isn't always everybody else's truth. And yeah, there are some really off the wall stuff that gets said and you kind of know that it's propaganda or you know that it's just bullshit. But people share that bullshit and people think that bullshit is real. Some of it's fake, some of it's made up, but I don't know. My bullshit radar is on, on full, full heat. I don't know what the fuck, I'm full strength. You know, so I've always, I'm like that lately. And all that makes people, par- I'm not paranoid. I'm not going to call it paranoid at all. I'm just, I don't trust media. I don't trust, you shouldn't trust anything you read. I'm going back into social media. Look at me. I'm, I'm crazy. Am I, I sound like a crazy person. But don't always trust everything you read or see in a video. Like you'll see somebody like, be like, oh, that's bad for you because I read it online or I seen it in a video. Well, if I see something, in a, if I watch a video on something and it kind of gets me riled up or that shock factor kicks in, I, I'll research it and see how, how is the video even real? Uh, what do other news stations or what do other websites say about it? You know what I mean? If a bunch of websites have the same thing, it's usually somewhat true or they're all copying each other. Who knows? I don't even know what's true anymore. I do sound super paranoid. I do, I'm telling you guys, I sit here and you look into all this stuff and it'll drive you crazy. So just live your own life. You know, each of us as individuals, I don't know, you sit around and you think, well, I can't change it, man. I can't change Trump. I can't change a government, you know, no matter what I say or what I do. But all of us together can change a lot. <laughs> we just all need to get on the same team. I'll leave it at that. Love you guys. Uh, I don't know when the next podcast is out. Who knows? Uh, I, I would love to do a podcast in California with my, my sister or her husband, Danny, my old friend, Danny. Maybe he's got, he has an awesome story, man. Like I talked about him a few podcasts ago, my sister's husband, and I just didn't even get into the fact that they were in Hawaii because he was doing an Ironman. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to say this all wrong because I don't even know, but Danny did an Ironman and it is, Jesus, 2.6 miles swimming, a little, it's over two miles of swimming, 126 miles of biking and a marathon at the end, all one after another. Like I couldn't even get in the fucking water right now. You know what I mean? Like... The guy, he's amazing. I need to talk to him. An entrepreneur, like he he got set up. His mom was a realtor. She got him into realtoring and he took off running and he works his ass off and and he's he's amazing. I'm gonna have, I want to have him on my podcast for sure. But I don't know. I'm not going to have any recording stuff with me. Uh, we might just get caught up in the moment of the whole trip and just have fun, which is good, which people need to do. Get off, stop snapping everything and stop taking pictures. I mean, take pictures, of course, take pictures. But like, put your phone down for a little bit and just use your use your mind camera, <laughs> your mind camera. You know what I mean? Like me and the kids were like sitting, me and the girls, like me, Kelsey, and Autumn, and I think Bailey was out there. The dog was with us, and we were all just laying on the trampoline the other day, just laying there. I can't jump, you know. I fucking I was bounced. I bounced around on my toes a little yesterday, and it was like, nope, not doing that for a while, not for a few days at least, another week. We're just laying on the trampoline, listening to some music, all just chilling and laughing and joking and eating sunflower seeds. And 
I pulled my phone out and I was like, oh, I'm going to get this. I should snap this and just say, tell, every, tell the world that I'm hanging out with my girls. You know, but who cares? I, did, I put my phone away and I go, this is my memory. I get, I get this. And then, I don't need to share it with the world, you know? Other people like to see it and they're like, oh, Dave's hanging out with the kids or the kids are hanging out with their dad. Great. That's awesome. But I, don't, I didn't need to share it with the world. and It's in my memory now and it's, it's there forever. And I love, I love hanging out with my kids. I love being around them even though they drive me nuts. You know, all of us. If you're a parent out there and you say you're fucking, you can't be like, my fucking kids. Oh, I fucking hate my kids. You know what I mean? Like, we all hate our kids sometimes. I don't hate them, hate them. You know what I mean? But you hate what they're doing. You hate how they're acting. You hate how they're behaving. And you just got to realize, you know, think back and think like, well, I used to be their age and I was fucking confused then. You know what I mean? And I get it. I understand a lot, you know, and I feel like my, I, I hate that my kids are here and they're kind of bored right now. There ain't a whole lot to do, but we didn't have a lot to do growing up either. And we were bored too. And what did we do? I found a stick and I found a, I fought a war in my fucking yard or down in the creek. I'd go build a fort. I would just, I don't know. I'd find something to do. And kids just aren't really doing that these days. And I'm trying to point them in the right direction. And once I'm fully recovered and stuff, like I'm definitely getting these kids out of the house a whole lot more. Oh, I've ranted long enough. I haven't drank that much coffee yet. Mm. I quit energy drinks. I haven't had an energy drink in over a week. And I was bad on energy drinks. I'm still putting caffeine in my body. Nowhere near as mount, nowhere near as much as I was before. I just don't trust energy drinks, man. Like everybody loves them. We all love them. They're delicious. I want one right now. Oh, purple. Purple Monster right now sounds amazing. And then I always get the sugar-free ones because the sugar-free ones are like, I feel better about the sugar-free. You know, it's better for me. Yeah, you drink it, it tastes like it tastes like candy, you know, like some wizard made it. Like, this is good for you, but tastes like pure sugar. I don't know. But I haven't had one in a week, and that's probably good. I don't think those things are good for you. They're not good. For, obviously, they're not good for you, but I have a weird feeling like in the near future, like, all of a sudden, these people are all going to have, like, cold. I'm going to be one of them. I'm going to be one of these people with some weird fucking cancer from energy drinks or some weird disease. You know, all our insides are all fucking mush or whatever. I don't know. So, I'm quitting energy drinks. If you like them, you want to drink them, fucking drink them. I'm not judging anybody. When I tell you guys I don't like something or I dislike something or I'm quitting it, it don't mean you have to, obviously. You know what I mean? don't mean I'm hating on you for you doing it. But, man, think about it, though. Those things can't be good, right? Not good. So I got a co- I'm going to drink coffee, a little bit of creamer in it, and uh, green tea. I've been doing a lot of green. I used to do so much green tea at work. I would just take a couple packets or take a couple green tea, bag- tea bags, staple them together, cut the little string off because I don't dangle it over shit. And I threw it in my water mug at work and, you know, and let, let it, I didn't even let it sit. I just started drinking it right away. And like throughout the day, I leave those same two tea bags in there. And steepling them together, it keeps them from fucking breaking open. Because when they break open, it sucks. And you get all that tea in your mouth, and it's terrible. Well, I just keep refilling my water all day. And by the end of the day, you don't even taste the green tea anymore. The water don't really turn a color. But I got, you know, I got the most out of those two bags of tea, you know. And it's, it's a healthy way to get some caffeine in your body. Coffee is a healthy way in, in proportion. And as long as you don't pack it full of cream and sugar. Because I switched, to, I switched to coffee before my neck injury, too, at work. Because it was free. They provided us coffee, so why not drink it? Instead of spending, you know, you can spend four four bucks for two energy drinks a day or, you know, every couple days, but or just drink free coffee. So I hated coffee. I told you guys this story so many times. I, I still hate it. I still think it tastes like shit, but I like it because it's got caffeine in it. Caffeine gets me going. This might be the longest podcast, and that's just me talking about dumb shit. But 
I've tried to go twice now, haven't I? I've already thanked you guys for listening once, like a long time ago, and I'm going to do it again, because I am done this time, I swear to you guys. I'm glad I got this out. I'm glad you guys are listening, for real. <laughs> I never, see, I never even got to what I wanted to talk about, Bailey. I wanted to talk about, oh, now you want to talk about it. I just want to, like, tell you guys. Hit me up on social media as I gave it out, Funny Welder on Instagram, uh, Dave's Podcast One at gmail.com. Email me. Like, ask me some questions. You guys are listening to me. You got to have questions for me. Ask me something. Not even, like, just give me, you want some relationship advice. <laughs> I can give you some. It'll probably be dumb, but it, maybe it'll be funny. Maybe it'll entertain. Maybe something. You know what I mean? Ask me anything. Dog training stuff. I want to, I'm really loving this whole training. I'm getting a, I finally got my own dog, you know, in a long time, and I, I didn't even know if we were ready for one. And ask me questions. I love training my dog. I love this dog. This dog loves me so much. It's annoying. It's like, oh my God, like leave me alone every once in a while. Like I, I love when Robin comes home or somebody else, the dog just goes to them for a while. Cause if not, she's like by my side all day long. And it's great that she loves me and we have a bond for real. And it's going to break her heart when I go back to work, but she going to be all right. The kids will be around at least this summer. Once, once everybody goes back to school and she's got to stay home alone all day long, she's going to really hate life. Hopefully by then I have her good, trained good enough to like not leave her in a kennel. But man, you can't like how your dog has to be like this old crusty dog, like 10 years old. And you're like, I finally trust him to not chew up my furniture because they're going to chew some shit up. You know, it's really eight, 10 hour day if they're left, if they're left there, you know what I mean? Like they're going to get into some shit, you know, some people's dogs don't, I'm sure. But I don't trust her yet. If I left her, if we left this house, we'd and like two hours later, we come home and the place I think she would chew up a lot of shit. Give her a lot of chew toys, a lot of things to take her anxiety out. You know, I always like to just call it canine anxiety. They've just got all this fucking energy and they just want to go and they want to run and they want to work. And we lock them up in a house or a cage and they can't get it out. So when they do get out, everybody gets all like, my dog's a spaz. Well, he's not a fucking spaz. He just has tons of energy and you lock him up in a house and stuff. So certain kind of dogs take a lot of work. Working dogs, not just because they're working dogs, is because you got to work with them too. Or else they get fat and lazy, and then what's no fun for your dog? <laughs> See? Still just talking. Still just talking. But anyway, ask me some questions. Send me an email. Uh, davespodcast1 at gmail.com. Because somebody else already stole that shit. I might have changed my name. We talked about that. We started with that. And let's end with it. So let me know if I can throw some, name, throw some new names for my podcast out there. So maybe I can find an original name that I don't have to bounce around when I'm trying to... Up to upload it on websites and other things and these podcasting's weird like the way it's I think I've explained it before but like you 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 upload it to a host you upload it to a host site which is SoundCloud for me and then they give you this RSS feed and it's a link and you copy it and paste it on iTunes and Google and all the other ones and Stitcher and I'm trying to get on I'm tr- I'm gonna do it right now actually right after this I'm just gonna work on it but uh, Spot Spotify has podcasting I'm gonna try to get on Spotify so. For those of you that like to use Spotify and you can't because you want to listen to me and you have to go and hey, you had to download a whole new app or you have to go to a website to listen to me, I'm trying to make it easier for everybody to find my content and listen to it. And I hope I can just entertain you guys. I hope I can make you giggle every once in a while. I hope I can make you think about some things like the way I think about it. And whether you think I'm wrong or right, I don't care. So love y'all. Uh, have a good weekend for real. Uh, be safe. Uh, don't do anything stupid. Love you guys.